Welcome everybody to our latest episode of Cringe Revenge, here where we just talk about TV shows, movies, and things like that, uh, whatever, whatever catches our fancy at the time, and hopefully uh, we can let you know if it's good or bad. Pretty much uh, the title of this podcast gives you the gist of what's going on. So, uh, Kendall, here we are again with this wonderful, beautiful show that I think we both really enjoy. Uh, oh, what? Me enjoy a Star Wars? Nah, never. You're right, because it's not Star Wars. It is Spaceballs. Uh, yep, Spaceballs. Yep. We got Pizza the Hut. Yep, it's great. Uh, no, uh, we're talking about Mandalorian. Right now, it is it's the second season of The Mandalorian. That's what we're talking about. Uh, maybe we'll give a dive back to the first season after the season's over, uh, because we never compare the, the two. Yeah, compare the two. We never did the first season, so we'll be able to maybe break down the episodes and do then a comparison of both and see see hey, are they improving? Are they getting you know? Is it going better? Is it getting worse? What do we think? Especially now with the second season out. So with that, we're going to be talking about episodes four through seven, which is chapters twelve through fifteen, which is crazy. I would like. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, before we even jump into this, what do you think of, of them just continuing the numbers, you know? Instead of being like the season I mean, two, episode one. Even though people say episode one, season two, or whatever. But yeah. like the actual title is just like, you know, eight, nine, ten, and then just kind of keeps going. Well, two things. One, I mean, it kind of makes following the episodes in order easier. Okay, that's because true. Because you just, you just keep following the numbers. That's but, true. I mean, it is what it is. Not really that big of a deal, in my opinion. That's true. I mean, I, I don't, I don't mind it. I don't hate it. It's nothing bad, you know. I'm, I'm alright with that. Uh, before we keep continuing, uh, I know this is gonna be part of the podcast. Uh, in there, I should have probably said it in the beginning, but uh, it'll go. Uh, I am on call from my work, uh, just in case emergencies happen. So if I get a phone call, uh, we're gonna have to cut this podcast short and then come back to it. And then spice them together and continue on. But with that, let's start with uh, episode, what, four? Uh, yep. Episode four, which is chapter 12, The Siege. So in this one, uh, the Razor Crest needs to be repaired because the last time it got all jag- janky fixed uh, before they can reach uh, the planet of Corvus. So the Mandalorian and the child take uh, go to Navarro, where they uh, are reunited with uh, Cara Dune and Grief Karga. They're two buddies from uh, the first season. Uh-huh. Uh, so while the Razor Crest is being repaired, they kind of go off on their little adventure, right? They uh, proceed to... Uh, let me see. They discover a base. Uh, it turns out to be a, a laboratory. Or laboratory. I don't know why I said laboratory. I started no, thinking. because laboratory is fancy. I started thinking of Dexter's lab. Uh, no, so uh, what ends up happening is they go, uh, Grief Karga and Cara Dune kind of show them the town. Like, check it out. Look how cool it is. How, how it's becoming hustling and bustling. And then that's when he hits them with a, hey, man, there's this there's this base over here. Uh, you know, evil empire. Let's, let's take it out. And so they're like, all right, let's do this. And that's when they find out that it's a lab. And they see a message from Dr. Pershing. Excuse me, which is the um, the clone doctor, right, from the uh, first season that we saw. Yep. He thought he was dead. Turns out he's not. Uh, so they start talking about the M count and the blood and the, the people that they kind of give it to. Uh, then you, you go into, they blow up the base. Uh, they take off. You think it's going to be a beautiful thing that he rides off into the sunset. They have, uh, you know... But then what you end up finding out is that one of the guys that was working on a ship is working with, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Moth Gideon, and they put a tracker on the Razor Crest. And then they fly off. So that is the gist, uh, a quick synopsis, if you will, of the siege. So, Candle, episode number four, what do you think? Honestly, I don't remember much of what happened on episode four, except for the very oh, no, end no. part where it kind of got back into the whole, yeah. like, overarching story of it, aka, in my opinion, the important part. Right, right, right. Uh, so. I, I thought it was cool. You know, it, it was, 
It was an. Nice I mean, look. it was good to like go back and like see how things changed between yeah. the first season and now and everything. But it's like could, here could, for the new stuff, could, the new shit. Could we have done without it? Uh, maybe. I, I thought it was still cool. I thought it was nice to go see back where they were. Uh, I felt that there was going to be a little bit more with it going back to see them. So I'm like, oh, they're going to try to bring them back in somehow. Um, it was kind of cool to see that the bases, like there's still little little pockets of things kind of moving around uh, with mm-hmm. the Empire and stuff like that. Uh, I thought the fighting was good. The way they did the vehicles and all that. Like it, it was it was really good episode. Solid. With all that stuff, you know, the fights. Uh, I, I enjoyed that, you know, you saw uh, the, the TIE Fighters uh, and the Razor Crest having their little kind of like dog fight. Uh, mm-hmm. it, was, it, was, it was bad. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought the scenes with Baby Yoda, because that's the one where uh, Baby Yoda, at this point, is he's still Baby Yoda, guys, you know, uh, or the child. But uh, he goes... And takes those macaroons from that little kid who didn't want to share. Mm-hmm. Remember they put him in the classroom, and then they pay it off with him like spinning around and he pukes in the in the spaceship. <laughs> so it was it was a cool it was a good episode. Uh, solid, not uh, super great. Uh, it did miss the frog waifu. Uh, I'm kind of upset, but I mean, hey, you know, I guess you got to move on. But uh, yep. it was it was cool. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was a good episode in, in, in the action scenes because you do see them uh, using more vehicles, a little bit more vehicle fighting. Uh, you know, it seems to raise the stakes a little bit, I guess, in those fight scenes. But overall, uh, I think a decent episode, you know? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't terrible. It wasn't too... Uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad. But... And it just that's episode four. Now, episode four, like I said, is a good one. But what we really want to get to is episode five. All right. Episode five is uh, chapter 13, The Jedi. Okay, this one was uh, directed by Dave Filoni. And I just got to say that because um, he is the one who I believe co-created Ahsoka. So obviously this was like his his it, it was a really good episode, very well done. Uh, but but here it goes. Okay, so the Mandalorian and and the child still at this point in the beginning of the episode uh, arrive at the city of uh, Caladan on the planet of Corvus, and they find they find a. Um... Well, no wait, that's after. Okay, so at first you see Ahsoka fighting fighting these uh, these what Imperial people. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they took over our town. And then that's when you get the Mandalorian coming in, where I'm, where I'm at. So, uh, you know, the, he goes into the city, tries to talk to somebody. Uh, the guy doesn't want to talk to him. He, he kind of tells him, hey, man, it's best you don't talk to anybody here. And that's when you see, like, one of the guards come up. One of the guards talks to him. Uh, and he tells him, uh, he takes him up to uh, their their boss. And uh, she tells she tells Mando, "Hey, you go kill this Jedi, uh, who's Ahsoka. So you go kill this Jedi, and I'm gonna give you this Baskar spear." And he's kind of like, "All right, sounds good." And then uh, he goes, presumably, I, I mean, I guess the the Empire thinks he's gonna go now to uh, kill her, but when he shows up. He's, he's there to talk to her and show her the child. And he's like, hey, man, here you go. Train him, and I'm outie. And that's when you get that whole spiel of, which I, I felt, in my opinion, uh, was almost like the Anakin kind of talk, where, like, hey, man, he's too attached to things. You know, uh, there's there's there can be some bad stuff, you know, coming from this kid. But anyway... She goes, uh, I'm not going to train him. Uh, but Mando goes, all right, cool. I'll help you uh, like liberate this town and, and go do your thing. So they go in. They, you know, you get this really cool fight scene with Ahsoka. Uh, Mando helps out, takes out the whole, all the other guards. Town gets freed. Everybody's happy. And then she proceeds to tell him where his next step is, where to go. 
to this old uh, Jedi. It's not temple, but like Jedi kind of meditation spot. And she says, you know, he'll do the rest. And that's pretty much. And it just, I, we don't want to tell you every single detail of this episode. We want, we do want you guys to go watch this and, and save some stuff. But I mean, we're we're pretty much spoiling it at this point with with what's going on. But we do want to try to give something or leave something there. So, what did you think of this episode, Kendall? I thought it was great because I got a lot. To say. Man, see, see, now we're getting more back into yeah. like the whole Star Wars universe in its entirety. Now, and it only gets even better from here. In this episode, what I thought was crazy, you find out uh, his name is Grogu. Mm-hmm. He pretty much is hiding his abilities, or he stopped using them for a while to kind of keep himself safe. You find out that he was yep. he was there during Order 66, which is wild, because he was probably one of the, I mean, he was probably older, but he could have been one of those younglings getting chopped up. You know, uh, so he was that, probably taking a nappy nap. He was. He was. Well, they put him away so he could take his nappy nap, so he wouldn't get all messed up. But I, I thought that was cool. I thought that was that was something, something that ties a whole. Um, uh, what, what I've noticed is that they're tying a lot of loose ends, a lot of stuff, or or, or not tying it loose ends, but like more like trying to make everything cohesive. They're doing a great job bringing everything, tying everything together, bringing all this stuff together in an amazing way uh you know that this was like their first intro uh, semi i want to say like backdoor pilot to an ahsoka series because you know that's coming mm-hmm. so that was cool uh it, it's it's cool the way she interacts with with mando and grogu now at this point even though i still call them baby yoda but it's it's grogu uh how they re how they interact and she says like you know he's got attachments now you know there's feelings he feels fear things like that like he she goes i can't train him in the force like this and it's all through the experience because of anakin you know becoming vader later because of having attachments to things so it's like this whole theme that comes around and did you notice that they went back to metachlorians mm-hmm. like they're bringing it back which i i enjoy uh, what do you think the M count was well no, no that's what i'm saying but it seemed like Star Wars a little bit was kind of like moving away from Amcount and like in the latest episodes, you know, what was it? Uh, seven, eight and nine kind of seemed like, you know, everybody was kind of like, cause you had the prequels where they're talking about uh, the metachlorine count and then it just kind of like goes away and it's kind of nice that they're, it's coming back. I would, I'm not, I'm not opposed to that. I know there's obviously in the fandom, there's probably people that are like, what the hell is that? But I, I was never opposed to it. I liked it. I enjoyed that kind of stuff. I thought that was cool. But, um, the 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 fight scenes are always so good every time. I always feel like every every everybody has. Damn, I don't know how to say it. like like. It's not like they rehash the same fights or the same stuff, and you see it over and over again. Every individual gets like get they have they get their justice done. Ahsoka was so fucking cool, fighting with the lightsabers. Uh, you know, doing her 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 Jedi. Uh, using her Jedi powers. I mean, it's it's just, it was done in such a nice way. It, it's It's got like, it's not even like they do it with fan service, but it's almost like fan service when you see when you see this stuff happen on the screen. It's it's just, dude, it's so great. It's it's so good. And it's just, I, I remember I saw it and I was like, damn, this is, I want to see more. I would hope we get to see Ahsoka one more time before the season ends. You know, I don't know, but it'd be nice. I mean, what, what well, you... we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, maybe he'll get into contact with her again. Maybe not. True, true. All right. Uh, well, okay, we'll move on to episode six then. Unless there's something else you want to throw in there. Mm, no, no, I mean, now, now we're getting into the meat. Yeah. Because we're gonna have speculations after we after we go through these and, and things like that. Because it's pretty much. I mean, we're going through episode seven. There's only, I believe, eight episodes of this series. So I mean, you know, we're we're getting close. So the next one's uh, mm-hmm. the sixth episode of the season. It's chapter fourteen, the tragedy. Right. I saw the title and I was like, uh, I wonder what that means. 
I thought that maybe somebody was going to die. But uh, that's not really what happens. So on this one, you got Mando uh, kind of almost training uh, Grogu in the beginning, right? With a little, little, um, little sphere. Mm -hmm. Because Ahsoka in the previous episode had kind of showed him a little that, you know, he's got his, his ability still. He's losing him. It, se it seemed like the last episode they were saying he's kind of losing him. But they're still kind of there. Because obviously he's a powerful being. Even though he's still like an, an infant, I guess. But he's 50. Uh, I don't know. I don't know I don't know where his, his mental rate is. Because he doesn't really talk. He's still, it's kind of like baby talk. But he seems like he can have a mental connection with some of the... Uh, maybe some of the Jedis and have feelings like that. But anyways, Mando's kind of kind of telling him to, you know, take the ball from his hand. Uh, while they're on the ship going to uh, the the temple on uh, Tython. They get there. Uh, you then have Mando put him on, on a... Which was like a round sphere with some writing around it. Uh, probably like an ancient uh, Jedi text or something on on that or something. Puts him on the uh, on the sphere, and then you kind of like he's kind of like, well, what, what's going to happen? Turns around, kind of looks away, because then you see uh, the slave one descending onto the planet. So you're already like, oh shit, it's about to go down, right? Because you haven't seen that ship in a long time. Mm-hmm. So when he turns around, all of a sudden, a uh, little baby Grogu is trying to go Super Saiyan, right, on that little ball. Because all of a sudden, he's got this, what I, I would believe is a sphere random of energy, which I'm... The Force. Well, yeah, no, no. Well, that's what I was going to say. I'm assuming it's the Force, you know, around him, but like in physical form. Yeah. And uh, it's supposed to be to send a signal out to anybody that's force sensitive should be able to feel it. Now, my assumption is anybody could feel it, whether it's good or bad, I'm assuming. Because nobody really gave any detail to say only Jedi is going to feel it or, or, or say it. Or, I'm just assuming anybody who's force sensitive. So we'll see. Because he, he shoots it out. Mando tries to grab him. He can't. So then he goes down. Uh, and that's where he finds... Boba Fett and uh, Fennec Sand, uh, and uh, Fennec Shand. There you go. I can't say her name, but yeah. Anyways, you see Fennec and you see Boba, and then there's Mando, and they have almost like a little Mexican standoff where everybody's pointing guns at everybody. Mando tells mm -hmm. uh, Boba tells Mando to take off his jetpack, and uh, Mando goes, "I'll take it off if you if you stop pointing your guns." So then they kind of all put their put their little weapons down, and then Boba tells him, you know, I want the armor that you got from Cobb Vanth back, because that's my family armor. And then Mando's kind of like, uh, nah, dog, you know, why the hell's your armor gone? Like, why would you show your face? Like, you know, the way and all that stuff. So uh, you see some. Uh, some Imperial ships flying down. They kind of have a little chit chat where Boba goes, all right, Mando, you give me my armor back and I'm going to help you get the child and take off. So, uh, they kind of make the deal like, all right, cool. So then Boba Fett and Fennec uh, kind of start going up near some, uh, or Fennec goes up into some rocks to shoot him down. Boba Fett kind of goes out to go fight him. And Mando proceeds to go and try to grab Grogu from that ball. Which, look, I get it that you're, you're stressed out, and I'm assuming that that's what it is. But he gets knocked out at one point by the by his force shield, which I was like, uh, why don't you just fight all all the all the other uh, troopers, you know, the stormtroopers, with Boba Fett in them? But because he didn't, but because he didn't, you get the sickest, sickest fight scene that I've seen in a while on the show. With Boba Fett. Because he's out there cracking fucking skulls, man. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think he's... I think he put in... Put on a little bit of weight. Got some of that gut. Oh, oh you're going to be one of those guys? Look, I, <laughs> I didn't even care, dude. Uh, 
I don't even care. He goes out there and he's beating the crap out of everybody with that uh that long like staff weapon that he had. He's just busting skulls and hitting faces. And then he proceeds to as he's fighting everybody, he sees a razor crest open. So you see our our, our man Boba run in there and come out with his armor. Mind you, when you see the armor, it's all like the paint scuffed up. It's really faded. But he, I mean, mm -hmm. our, our man comes out and he's just kicking ass, shooting uh, bullets from his fucking hand, flames from his hands, shooting bullets with his gun. He's got he's got fucking rockets in his knees. I didn't know he had that. I think that's the first time I've ever seen it. Then the, the stormtroopers try to fly away and he shoots them down with a rocket. Uh, Mando finally comes down. And then that you see uh, Moth Gideon coming out with his uh, gigantic ass uh, ship. And he fucking blows up the Razor Crest, dude. Yep. Let me tell you, uh, that was sad. I, I was, that was some fucked up shit. So anyways, uh, Gideon destroys the Razor Crest. Then he, he sends out the Dark Troopers. They grab Grogu because Mando, right, Mando had just gone back up to see Grogu. But he's still in that force shield, so he kind of goes back down. And as soon as he goes back down, Grogu's like, I'm out. And he passes out. Yep. And then they go and grab him. And then Mando can do nothing. So uh, Boba Fett then gets in a Slave 1, goes up to check it out. And that's when he tells him, oh shit, this is like an Imperial ship. Like, what are we going to do? And then he kind of flies back down. And then you just see uh, Mando kind of go through the wreckage. Because in the last episode, he, he uh, I forgot to say, Ahsoka ended up giving him the uh baskar spear and so he he looks for the baskar spear through the wreckage and then he also finds his the little ball that uh, grogu likes to play with puts it in his pocket and that kind of ends the episode for mando and her crew there but we get to go to the ship with moth gideon where you see uh grogu force choking uh, some stormtroopers, and then he's like banging them together, and he tosses them. Now I heard some mm -hmm. people say, I heard some people say that he killed them. I don't think he killed them. I just think he knocked them out. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know. We'll have to wait until later. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see what they say. But I really just thought he knocked them out, maybe. And then uh, the dark saber comes out. He shows it to him. Grogu tries to steal it, but he's already weak at that point from like force choking and pushing and pulling people. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, they handcuff my man with the tiniest handcuffs I've ever seen. And then they shoot him with that shit that I think they shot Princess Leia with that knocks you out. And that was mm -hmm. it. For, that, that was it for our boy Grogu. He's done. He was dusted. That and then day. he went that night. He was, that was it. He's all, let's go to sleep. All right, Kendall. This, this was the episode. What do you think? What, 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 was, what was on your mind there? Well, I mean, if he didn't take off the jetpack, he could have just jetpacked all the way back up to Grogu, but no. Uh, okay. Motherfucker took off his jetpack okay. and he had to run. Okay, we're going to go there with that, because here's my thing. Why didn't he pick up his jetpack? Because he's retarded. Why didn't he call his jetpack with his little finger thing? Remember last time? Because he's retarded. I'm going to agree with you. Because I, <laughs> I, 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 was, I was thinking to myself, like, I get it. You know, you, you obviously, he has to take... They have to take the child, right? Because that's part of the story where they're going with it. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I get that. But, and maybe you don't want him to fight the the the, uh, the death troopers yet, or what were they called? Uh, should I, dark I, troopers. Dark troopers. There it goes. Uh, death troopers. Dark troopers. You don't want him to fight the dark troopers yet, maybe? Okay. Iron Man ripoffs. Uh, they get bigger, dude. They, they like look like, I saw a picture of like the three phases. This looks like they're like phase two and phase three. They're like, uh, the Hulkbuster. But so I, Iron Man? Something like that. Pretty much, almost 100% <laughs> Iron Man. Come on. Favreau. You know, Iron Man. You gotta, they got to do it. But, uh... Where was I going with it? Oh, yeah. He could have called his jetpack. Maybe they shot the jetpack. I don't know. You know, I, I just... I was like, where the fuck's the jetpack? Like, bro, come on. I don't, I don't know what happened. But Boba Fett, dude, I like, I've always liked Boba Fett. I thought Boba Fett was cool. I know a lot of people give him shit. Uh, everybody has a bad day, and it just turns out that his bad days knocked him in a Sarlacc pit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know you wake up those days and everything just goes bad? Probably woke up, tried to go get an Egg McMuffin. They were sold out or something. You know, was well pissed off. 
Uh, oh man, now I want an egg McMuffin. Thank you. Oh my bad. And then probably his jetpack. <laughs> his jetpack was stolen. You know, probably. He's like, damn, I need a new battery for my jetpack. And he's like, fuck it, I'm just gonna make it work while I go to work. He goes to work, and then some blind uh, young uh, Jedi happens to uh, cut his fucking jetpack and shit or whatever. And then you wind up in this in the stomach of a fucking uh, giant ass thing. You know, I mean, fuck, what do you do? Shit like that happens, I guess. Yep. You know, just one bad day, and then you wind up, uh, you wind up being all fucked. But that, that's how it goes. But here's my thing, right? I, t- I tell people, so people will be like, ah, oh, you know, Boba Fett was bullshit, because look at how he died, right? But I go, but if you go with the storyline, like, if you actually, like, go with what the story says, Boba Fett was a feared bounty hunter. Like, his name meant something at it one time, right? So, yeah, just like how the stormtroopers or whatever can't hit the broadside of a barn, but yet, you know, they were... Feared, right? I don't know, but... Most feared army in the galaxy, because there were so fucking many. Yeah. Here's my thing. Do you think any of those stormtroopers... How can I put them? Do you think you're going to see... Because, all right, remember, Jango Fett was the was the original that all the stormtroopers got cloned from. Mm-hmm. And Boba Fett was just the one he kept as his son. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think Boba Fett's going to knock somebody's helmet off and they're all going to be like, oh, shit, it's Boba Fett? No. Damn, I was hoping. Because they don't really run off clones anymore. Not at that time? From which one? When did they stop using clones? Was it right after right after episode four? Pretty sure it was the Clone Wars, like all the stormtroopers or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, those are like either a Empire sympathists or volunteers or uh-huh. capturees and I shit. I would have thought they might have still had a couple of clones here or there somewhere. Nah, I'm pretty sure they're all dead. Okay, we're gonna have to look into this. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I just like that they, they gave my man, like, a, his little redemption arc. You know, they let him show him how badass he was. And I nah, lo- he still got way to go before redemption. Well, no, no, but I'm just saying, like, like it, really? You think that? I, I thought, no, I thought he was good. I thought, thought this was, like, man's back on top. Man's hot. Yeah, one fight, man back on top. Mm-hmm. He's been how long in the Starlight Pit? He got some fucking. Uh, he probably he got a work to take back wow. the title. Well, I know. I think I think he did it. I think he did it. Yeah, he got he, he got a work to take back the and, title. Mondo on top right now. And no, no, no. I'm I'm not saying that Mondo might not be a better a better. Uh, you know, our, our boy Dan might not be a better uh, Mandalorian per se, but he's still a good bounty hunter. Now here's the thing. I don't know. He's he he hasn't been living off any bounties for I don't know how long. Here, and here's the thing, though, they made uh, Django Fett a foundling. Mm-hmm. So now you know, Mandalorian baby, Boba Fett, man, Django Fett, they did it, the Mandalorians. Because I know for a while I heard that they were not Mandalorians; they just wore Mandalorian armor. But now with this, they retconned it. We're not retconned it, but they they followed along. I think there was a comic book that said Django Fett was a uh, a foundling. So they just kind of took that story and went with it, which I think is great, and I think it's fucking cool. So I'm just saying, uh, Boba Fett has his redemption, and that's my opinion. And he's back on top, baby. He's gonna he's gonna end up getting the dark saber, and he's gonna be the leader of the Mandalorians. And they're going to give him the title of Mandalore. Boba Fett the Mandalore. Mm-hmm. Bam. You know? Probably not, because then you got Bo-Katan, who's probably... I, I'm surprised they're not going to give her her own show. But, you know, there's that. So, with that, Kendall, is there anything you want to bring into the episode The Tragedy? Mm, motherfucker, Mando, remember your jetpack. Yeah, I know he should remember his jetpack. <laughs> nah. But what's cool is, at this point, he's now got his little ragtag of crew to start off to go get babe, uh, Grogu. He's got Boba Fett, who said, "Hey, our uh, our agreement was you and Grogu." 
or the child would be safe. And we're going to go make sure that that's how it works. And then Fennec goes with him. So that's how the kind of episode ends. They're in Slave 1. And they take off. So then, here we are. The second to last. Is that how you would say it, Kendall? Um, second to last, right? Is that how it goes? Yeah. Second to last episode of the second season. I cannot believe... We're almost at the end of the second season already. It's kind of it's kind of yeah. sad. It's kind of sad. One more episode to go. It's kind of sad. So this is. I mean, they already announced the season three. So no, no, like... no, they're gonna come out. But I'm just saying, it's so sad that we went through it so fast. I mean, and that's that they're showing it to us one episode a week for eight weeks. But it's just it feels like damn because it started what in October. Yeah. And here we are, almost uh, December, and it's almost over. I'm like, damn. All good. All good seasons must come to their end, so then the next season can come out. So here we are, chapter uh, episode seven of the second season, chapter fifteen, the believer, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, Boba Fett goes to see Cara Dune and asks her that they need to uh, free Migs Migs Mayfield from a prison. Because he was ex-imperial, and he would know how to find Moth Gideon. So they set off to go get him. They put him in this. They they go uh, transfer him over to her. They put him in Slave One, and they take off to go find uh, a spot to a, a facility to get the information at. They get to the planet, uh, Mando. They get to the planet. They gotta sneak in, but they start talking about how they do uh, uh, facial scans. <coughs> Excuse me. They do facial scans, and that they have to be careful who goes in with them. So, Mando goes, "I'll go in with them," and they're like, "Well, how are you gonna go in? You know, if you're wearing Mandalorian armor, they're gonna know it's you." So they proceed to jump to stormtroopers, uh, and then they put on their armor. Yep. And that's how Mando supposedly gets through it, right? Now in the ship, I thought it was interesting. I, I didn't. I didn't think. I didn't put two and two together because I didn't think it was going to happen this quick. I thought it might have happened maybe next season or something, with Mando taking off his helmet. But they mm-hmm. kind of have this conversation of like, you know, sometimes when push comes to shove and you're at the very edge of your rope, you're going to do whatever you need to do as long as you can sleep at night, you know. And he kind of has uh, makes kind of has this conversation with Mando about, you know. Uh, the kind of the way he follows his 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 ways, but he's like, dude, the planet of Mandalore is gone. His his he was makes was saying like his planet's gone, so they're you know, they are who they are now, not not what that kind of like their their planet thing dictates. And so with that, that was foreshadowing. I didn't even see it. Now that I think about it, that's what it was. But they're taking some kind of uh, very sensitive explosive. Uh, I forget what it was called. Rhydonium. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Rhydonium refinery on the planet of Morak where they go and deliver it. And there's several teams, but, you know, they uh, kind of run into a little issue while uh, huh. delivering said Rhydonium. Now, they call them pirates, but I don't know if those were the same people from the... Uh, maybe, like, the the civilians of that planet maybe or something you know kind of don't like what's going on maybe they're more uh akin to like uh, a rebellion in the planet because they're blowing up all that uh, rhydonium yeah they, they blow up what at least two three transports before they show up mm-hmm. and they're trying to oh, they were trying blow up hard to blow it up and and we see our boy mando getting Getting hit pretty hard. He's, he's, he's taking a few hits. Yeah, I, I guess not having that uh, the armor kind of puts him at a disadvantage yeah, when yeah. it's, you know, 50 to 1. You know what? I kind of thought about that because when I saw him raise his arms to block it, I thought, you know, if this was a bad scar, that thing would have hit and just bounced off, no problem. And I wonder mm-hmm. if, if that's kind of showing you, like, oh, because he's so used to the bad scar armor that when he raises his arms, 
he got beat hard in his hands. Yep. Like right on right on the on the on the wrists and stuff, and you just see him boom, and he takes a good hit. And I'm not gonna lie though, at least it shows. I think I think it shows that he's still a good fighter. That it's not the armor anymore, because you know you you would think that now that his all armor's pretty much Vascar, that uh, you'd be like, oh maybe he's not as good as fighter as he used to be. And this still shows you that he still got it. Like it's it's not the armor. He's still him. Maybe sometimes he, he he needs to remember not to take a hit like that. But he was he was knocking everybody mm-hmm. out, fighting with everybody. And then when he finally gets all exhausted, and I, I, I saw it and I was like, ah, oh, damn. When you see like four of those little pirate ships kind of pop up and they all got the little little uh, thermal detonators in their hands and they're going to blow them up. And he just kind of got this face of like, ah, oh, shit. Here it is, dude. We're about to blow up. The, uh, the other stormtroopers jump out and then they shoot everybody up. Yeah, see? I mean, stormtroopers got aim, just not when... Not when it's the uh, protagonist. Exactly. Plot armor, man. The hardest Because uh, they, 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 they took out those pirates real quick. Yeah. Between the two TIE fighters swooping in and then the army of troopers coming out nah. and everything. Yeah, they, they took him out I did super not, quick. I did not see one, one of those laser beams miss their targets at all. Exactly. I mean, they shot in between the, the transport they had missing it and killing everybody around them right these type mm-hmm. fighters but yet they cannot hit like luke or anybody else so uh i want to say that the plot armor in star wars is harder than baskar yeah usually is yeah tell these things roll man it's amazing but it was good i enjoyed it now they proceed to go into this thing into the base, they're trying to sneak in. They see the the uh, computer. They got to go hit, and which happens to be in the mess hall, right next to a couple of uh, commanding officers. One of them being uh, Miggs's old commanding officer. Yeah, which I was... and that's when he's like, you know what? No, nope, I'm done. I can't do it. I'm out. I can't do it. This was this was a moment when I was like, oh shit! How what's the man going to do? Okay. I gotta say, did you think when Mando got scanned, did you think it was gonna work? Did I I didn't think it was gonna work. No, I I kind of thought like, oh, maybe he's just gonna scan his eyes through the shield and maybe it works. And then when I heard it go like, no, sorry, it ain't working. I was like, don't tell me he's gonna. And he took off his helmet. I was like, get the fuck out of here, dude. He takes off his helmet and he's just. It's got to be, what, the longest, like, five minutes that he, mm-hmm. just, he completely no helmet, sits down, and uh, I was like, yo, I, w- I was like, what's going on right now? This guy this guy didn't want to, I mean, but but then again, it shows the lengths that he's going to go to to get the child back. Yep. Like, he, he was willing to sacrifice uh, his beliefs. To save this child. What I thought was admirable was when Miggs goes, Hey, I never saw your face. It's like, hey, put the helmet back on. Don't yeah. worry. I didn't see anything. Yeah, and it's like, hey, we gotta do whatever we gotta do to go to sleep. And and, and, they, and they get into this big ass fight all because Miggs remembers something that his uh ex commanding officer happened. Which it seems mm-hmm. to have decimated a whole a whole city with innocent people, uh, also uh, stormtroopers and other people like where he was in like everything just got wasted, and the way he said it, hey, they were heroes and things like this got to happen, you know, for the good of of everything. And so I was like, oh damn, because you could see it in his face on how much it bothered him, and when he puts a yep. bullet, Operation Cinder, yeah, and when he puts a bullet in him, I'm like. Yeah, that had to happen. It felt right. And I'm not going to lie. Bill, th- This is Bill Burr who's makes right? He's he's good. I like him. I like him as that. Mm-hmm. I hope they bring him back next season. Because I really doubt... I, I, I'll be honest. I really doubt you're going to bring him back for the last episode if you just... You know, if you just use him right now the way you use him. So, they when he tells them to put the helmet on, right? This is after they shot up... Uh, Shot up some people, puts the helmet on. Now the guards are alerted. They're coming at them, and they start to escape. 
And as they're escaping, you get to see uh, Fennec uh, and uh, Cara Dune sniping from like way off on the hill. And they're doing a great job sniping. I mean, they're just, you know, taking people out left and right. Uh, they call Boba Fett. Boba Fett shows up with Slave One. They make their daring uh, escape. And uh, Migs ends up shooting one of the, uh, the Rhydonium containers. And then the whole place fucking blows up. Yep. All, all and then they're followed by two TIE fighters, mm -hmm. which then, you know, I mean. Well, okay, okay. So... When he shoots, when he shoots at the the Rhydonium, he goes, you know what? Everybody's got to do something and let themselves sleep. And I like that, you know. Whatever helps you sleep, you know. You got to do what what's right for mm -hmm. you, your code. Then you said the Tie Fighters come out, right? So I like that part. Yep. I really felt like, okay, this is a code. This is, you know, this is this is gonna be the new Mando, you know, where he lives by his his code of on, honor and justice still, but maybe by his rules. Then you see the Slave One take off. And then he's like, hold on. And he drops a black hole bomb. I don't even know what the fuck you call that shit. But that shit literally opens up like a little fucking black hole or something. And then just goes right out and blows everything the fuck up. I was like, holy shit, dude. That was cool. Slave one, baby. Boba Fett. Still number one. And this is his redemption arc. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, he he's been here for two episodes. He's been he's been in he's been in one episode for a while and the second episode he was in there for like five minutes. And he was still the coolest thing that I just saw. Because he blew that motherfuckers up. He was like, Prah. He's all I did it, don't worry about it. Then what I really do enjoy is that at the end they let Migs go. You know, they say, Hey man, he died in there, uh this and this happened, and they just kinda let him go. He seems to be on a he seems to be on a, like a little redemption, a little kind of like I'm coming, being a good guy. So it, that was cool. But I mean, it depends on like who's a good guy and who's not, a no, bad guy in saying, Star Wars. I'm not saying that's a whole other conversation. Well, I'm not saying I'm not saying like he's a, like a, a great like human. He's he's still you know probably a bounty hunter and by living by his code. But at least I guess it, it shows you a way that he still has some kind of empathy and some kind of stuff instead of thinking like. Because when I first saw him, I assumed, oh, no, this guy's just cold-blooded and he just does what he does. But here it kind of gave him a little a little bit of humanity to him. To where I go, oh, okay, he's just, you know, he's not he's not really a bad guy. He's just, uh, he does things by his, his what he feels is right. But he's not like a terrible, terrible person. Like like uh, like Gideon, you know, that, that fool is just like straight savage. Mm. And you know he is, you know, just like Vader, you know, savage. Uh, when he's Vader, not when he's Anakin, but when he's Vader, he's savage. Except for when he sees his son, because you know every father loves his son. But uh, he, so you know, he got the info on Gideon because he gets to send him his little, uh, he, he, his little transmission, and he just lets him know, like, you don't know what you did. He's like, I'm coming for Grogu. You don't know what this guy means to me. And you just see mm -hmm. Gideon's face, like, upset. All right? So that was chapter 15. Kendall, you have anything to add to this amazing chapter? Because it's putting us mm. right in a good spot. No, I have nothing else to add. I just want to see the last episode, okay. which only have to wait one more week. Now. And it will be there. I gotta, I gotta, okay, now, now, now we get into our little speculations, right, guys? We're on the last episode of the season, right? It's gonna be our episode eight. It's gonna, uh, uh, we obviously know it's gonna be Mando. We know it's gonna be Boba Fett. Uh, do you think Cara Dune's gonna go with him? <clears throat> or do you think she'll be dropped off? You know what? I think she'll go with him. I mean, because she's already there. Yeah, and... okay, that's what I was thinking. Now, here's my thing. We know it's going to be Gideon. We know it's going to probably be Grogu there. We know most likely the... the uh, his... Uh, his Robo-Iron his robo Man troopers are going to be there. You've got all the other you know people on the ship. Who knows what else secrets he has, right? Mm -hmm. You think Mando's going to show up with anybody else? Uh, 
Um, hmm. I wonder if he's going to either call upon the other Mandalorian people from, uh, what was it, the yeah. second or third episode? Yeah, with Bo-Katan and the other guys? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he's going to call on them, That's because they also took over an Imperial ship, or, you know. See, that's what I was thinking. I, I was really thinking, and they have weapons in there. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking that. I go, maybe Bo-Katan shows up. I don't know if Ahsoka because will show up. either that or they're going to show up because they're trying to go after the Darksaber in the first place. Oh, so they not. might just show up on their own accord. You think it's going to be one of those, like, they're down and out and all of a sudden Bo-Katan shows up and goes, whoops, what the hell's going on here? Like, we're coming to steal the Darksaber and then we found you here? Maybe. Either that or, you know, they communicate saying, hey, I know where your Darksaber is. You can have it if you help me get the kid back. Kind of deal. Yeah. Now, do you think Ahsoka might show up or not? Uh, that one's a big... I have no fucking clue. See, I don't think Ahsoka's going to show up, right? Because I, th- I think you would assume she would show up. Now, here's my thing, right? I think a Jedi's going to show up. Only because Grogu was on the stone, right? So, like, sending out his, his wavelengths out there. Mm-hmm. I, I got a feeling he had to reach somebody. Now... I don't think it's going to be like Ahsoka or like Obi-Wan or like, uh, you know, or Vader or any, 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 anybody that you would think would be big on on either side, on the good or bad side, you know, I'm just thinking somebody's going to show up. Now I was thinking uh, you might have, what was that? What was one of those guys from? One of the cartoons, was it like Rex or... No, it wasn't Rex. What was the kid's name? Wasn't there a Jedi, another Jedi in one of the cartoons? I know who I'm talking about. I just don't remember the guy's name. God damn it. I don't know. I haven't seen any of the cartoons. Oh, in the okay, Star Wars. okay. Well, then no. that's something we're going to probably have to start watching and just start talking about here. Um, but you know who who else there's also? What about... Uh, what was the dude's name from the, the recent Star Wars video game? Oh, uh, Cal? Was it Cal? I think, it, you know what? I think you're right. Because that guy is canon. I don't see why he couldn't show up. You know? Or what about, what if Mace Windu shows up? Nah, Mace Windu dead, son. Nobody's dead until you see the dead body. Nah, I'm dead. I don't believe that. I don't know. Yeah, Cal. Okay, Cal. Yeah. See, I'm thinking maybe they're going to do that. You know? Now, that'll, now, now, now that would be interesting. It's like, hey, Baby Yoda just sent out a wavelength. Cal's like, what the hell is that? Let's go find it. There's that. There's Like, like I said, maybe another Jedi from one of the cartoons. Somebody. I don't think it's going to be one of the major guys yet. You know, I've heard people, like, other people speculating about stuff like Luke Skywalker, like a younger Luke Skywalker. But I'm like, I don't I don't think it's yet. Maybe maybe the third season, like, something bigger. But I don't think they put him in the last episode of, this, of the season. Un- unless, unless you do put Luke, but you don't get Baby Yoda back. You know, you end in one of those, like, uh, uh, Avengers Endgame... Part one cliffhanger things. Mm-hmm. You 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 know. You go fight Gideon. You know maybe you think you're gonna best him. Hell, maybe you even get the dark taper from him. But maybe somehow he fucking takes off and takes off with Grogu, and the cloning doctor, and maybe it ends with him getting uh, Grogu's blood injected to him so he can have a M count, so he can use the Force now or something. Now, you want to know what's going to happen? Mm. Oh, Fett's going to die. <laughs> why Why would you say that? Because it, it, it's one of the oldest tropes ever, you know. That's why they're not going to do it, because they don't do that. Are you sure? I'm I'm almost 100% certain they're not going to do that because of that. Because it's too... I mean, look at... Look at Migs. I mean, cold-blooded mercenary, ex-sharpshooter for the Imperial Army, 
all of a sudden kind of has a redemption arc, shows a little bit of humanity, seems like he's starting to switch sides. Why well, you gotta go there? No, he, uh, I mean, I thought about it. I think there might be a chance where maybe he sacrifices himself to save Mando somehow. Mm-hmm. But I don't think so. I'm thinking there's more of a chance that Fennec will, will save her, like, throw herself in front of Boba Fett, you know? Because season three, baby, Mando and Boba. It's gonna be Mando. No, no, maybe. It's, it's gonna be Mando Fett going after Gideon, trying to get uh, Grogu back. You know. I mean, it could be. Or, all we have to do is just wait one more week, and we will have all the answers. I know, man. Well, guys, with that, I think we're gonna end our episode tonight. But this is what is going on. If you guys have any ideas or you guys think anything, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram. Send us a message. Do something. Let us know what you guys think. You know, what do you guys think uh, is going to happen with this? Because I'll be honest, uh, I think Boba Fett's going to uh, ride uh, a space dolphin into the sunset. You know, he's going to be like, Mando, here's Slave One. I'm going to go uh, take this Imperial fleet ship for myself because I'm Boba Fett, the most badass. Uh, badass of ever, you know? Or maybe Boba Fett goes and joins uh, Bo-Katan. Maybe they, it, it becomes like, you know, a gigantic, maybe it's like, uh, uh, like the, like the, you know, the, the, where all the Mandalorians show up. Everybody shows up and it's like 50,000 50, Mandalorians in the sky with jetpacks. Maybe. You know, maybe. We don't know. But, you know, maybe you guys can let us know what you guys think. But with that, uh, thank you for listening to Cringer Binge. Kendall, where can they find you? Uh, well, right now you can find me on Instagram at esper56 or right here on twitch.tv at esper6476. Uh, I haven't been able to stream as of late because I've been working crazy amounts of fucking overtime at work. And so my days off have been just to relax and recuperate from that at the moment. Damn, but. damn, damn. Well, hopefully, hopefully you can get back on the streaming train. Uh, you can also find me and Kendall uh, posting on our uh, Los Muchachos Media Instagram. You can find us here also on Los Muchachos Media uh, on our Twitch, which you guys are on. Hopefully. If not, follow, please. You can find us on uh, Los Muchachos Media on YouTube. Follow us there. Uh, like and subscribe and stuff like that to the videos. We really would appreciate that. Uh, you can also find our podcast, Cringe or Binge. Or other podcast Distant and chips uh, on any of your streaming platforms. Uh, you can send us an email at losmuchachosmedia uh, at gmail.com or look for those links on Instagram or any of those. You can find all the links to all our other stuff and our Twitter. Uh, but with that, I've been Fred. Now I'm Kendall. And thank you for uh, coming with us on this ne- uh, newest episode of Cringer Binge. Uh, check us out. Tomorrow, if you're going to watch it live, we should be doing our Distant Chips tomorrow. A lot of good things to talk about. And so we will see you, hopefully, if everything goes well, tomorrow. Later, everybody. All right. Take it easy. Okay. We're ending